0: Well, some of y'all having a pretty good week, others maybe not so much since you're not here, but uh, man, it's good to see those of y'all that are here. Um, It has been a tough week, it's been a challenging one, but uh, I was talking with Brother Sam during Sunday school and you know that we've got that one thing to hang on to through anything, no matter it's good or bad, is that God is still good. So uh, just remind yourself of that. <clears throat> Sometimes you got to build yourself up when somebody else don't do it for you. You know, you got to build yourself up. So uh, this morning, I want to talk to you about uh, something that we all need to know, and many of us need to be reminded of when we get into a tough situation, and that is the authority of Jesus. Uh, his name alone sometimes is all you need to just speak his name and and things begin to change so i want to talk to you about his authority today not just in us using his name but the real authority that jesus has so that this will give us a perspective that we need as christians as we Go through hard times, man, because they're going to come. If they hadn't already, they'll be coming eventually. And you need to know when those times come. How do I face the enemy? How do I face these trials and tribulations? And why is it that I can call on his name? So be thinking about those things, and let's go to the Lord in prayer before we go any further. Father, we just come to you right now, Lord, and Father... I just want to come against our enemy right now, Lord. It seems like we have been under attack, and I don't know if it's all just uh, just the time of year or or what, Lord. But I believe there's been spiritual battles going on, and God, I just want to stand firm right now in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I ask that you touch each and every heart that's here right now, Lord. I ask that you send your Holy Spirit, that you would just send anointing into this place that we would be lifted up and encouraged today in the power of your might, Lord. God, I thank you and praise you that we do have authority through his name. We have power over our enemy through his name. And God, I just ask right now that you would just instill that in the hearts of everyone that's here. Lord, that our hearts would be open to hear your word, and that you would come and speak through me, Lord, that I'd get myself out of the way and let you do what you want to do, God. I just thank you and praise you for all your goodness and mercy, all the grace that you've poured out upon us. And God, we give you all honor, glory, and praise right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So turn with me in your Bible this morning to Philippians chapter 2. As you're turning there, I want to just talk a little bit. You know, the, the devil loves to lie. He is the, lie, the king of all liars, y'all. And he will come and, and even try to deceive the children of God, especially the children of God. And you know the the only real power he has at this point because he has been defeated is the power that we allow him to have okay and you'll you'll see further as we go into this what exactly I mean by that, but the power he has over us is power that we give him, okay so as a child of God, we have to understand the fact that Jesus has already defeated our enemy. The power He exercises in our lives is because we've allowed Him to. And we can just as easily take a stand against Him and resist the devil. In James, uh, I believe it's in chapter 4, it tells us that we should submit ourselves to the Lord, and then it says this, real simple little concept that we've got to adhere to. It says, resist the devil and he will flee. You see that there is, there is authority that has been given to us by our king. And we, we often look at our enemy and we say, man, he is powerful. He is strong. How can I stand against him? But I want you to see that it's not me that's standing against him. We have an advocate. We have a a, a man, Jesus, that came to this earth. He lived his life and he defeated it, okay? And the Word tells us that he's the firstborn among many brethren, right? It it talks about how we are a part of his kingdom and we are in that inheritance. And I talked about some of this last week when I was telling you about how God is all-sufficient. Well, this spills right over into our spiritual battles that we deal with on a regular basis. We need to understand that God didn't leave us helpless. He sent us a comforter. And that comforter isn't just some nice warm blanket you put on, okay? But He has given us a way to defend against our enemy and not only defend, but to even attack. Okay, so... Let's look here in Philippians chapter 2. We're going to start reading in verse 6. I'm sorry, back up to verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So this passage of Scripture begins to tell us a little bit about the authority and the power that God has given to Jesus. And it tells us why He gave it to Him. If you look there in verse 9, it says, Wherefore, because of all those things I just said, God has highly exalted Him. Giving Him a name that is above every name. Okay? That that speaks to the authority and power that Jesus has. Not only Himself, but just the power in His name. Okay? Why is it that His name has power? Well, you know, he, He has told us that when we pray, we should... Pray in His name. He, he is the one. He's our intercessor. He's the one that is standing at the right hand of the Father and He's pleading our case. When we pray, He's handing that to God. God, here's what needs to happen. God the Father. So, yeah, there's, there's power in His name. When we call on His name, He's there. We're bringing Him into a situation that I, us ourselves are not adequate for. Matthew 28 and 18, it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Man, that's that's pretty clear. This was after His resurrection. He He had already accomplished the things He set out to do. And this was really the reward for what He had done. I want you to understand that. He came... He lived, He died, He rose again. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. He won that victory and it was given to us. And He said, listen, because of what I've done, I did it for you, I've come and I've defeated the enemy, and I have been given all power. It's it's in His name that we have this power. It's in His name that we can fight these battles. I don't want to go against the devil on my own. I'm not going to be able to win. But because my king has already defeated him, and because I am in that kingdom, I am his servant. I belong to him because he has authority. I can go against my enemy and say, In the name of Jesus. And you know what he has to do? He has to flee. Colossians 1. I got several scriptures, y'all, so just hang on, man. I want you to see this. Y'all, it's important to know this Word, okay? I, I know there's there's people preach different ways. There's all kinds of different things. But listen to me. If you can't pull it out in the Word itself, I don't want to hear it. I want to know it's in there, okay? A lot of crazy beliefs going on today because somebody thinks something's in the Bible and it ain't. So Colossians 1, 18 through 19 says, and He, talking about Jesus, is the head of the body. The church. He's the head of the church. Who's the church? That's us. He's our head. Okay? What what does it mean when you say someone's the head of something? It means they're in charge. They have authority over it. Okay? So, So that authority doesn't just spill into... Uh Us against our enemy, but he has authority over us, okay, and I want you to also understand that if if you are in a leadership position, and y'all this goes back to my time in the army. I just can't help but feel this way because it was beat into us basically when you are in a position of authority over someone you it's also your duty to protect and shield them, okay. There's a whole lot of people in this world today that don't feel that way. Man, they get a little bit of authority over somebody, and they feel like they can lord over them. And they also feel like, well, I'm going to look out for my best interest, and, and they find themselves a scapegoat when there's a problem that comes up, right? No, I had some good people in charge of me in the Army, and, and uh, I had this one guy, man, he was just an E-5, he was a sergeant. The lowest sergeant you can be i mean he's just getting started and there was a, a e7 that commenced to chewing my rear end one day and that e5 come up there the those are the pay grades that so kind of gives you an idea of the rank he's two ranks above this guy okay so he's he starts chewing me out and and uh this e5 my my sergeant he comes up he says hold on He said, I don't care what your rank is, you ain't got no business talking to my soldier. He said, if you got a problem with him, you come talk to me, and then I'll deal with it. I mean, man, he just gave it back to this guy, you see? And I'm telling you all that because I want you to see that, that the authority he had didn't just come as, as him controlling me, but it also gave him a duty and responsibility to ensure that I was taken care of and treated appropriately. Alright? So our, our head, right, the head of our church, the head of the body... Is Jesus Christ, and He has all power and authority, not only against our enemy and over Him, but also over us. And it's His duty, His responsibility. It was given to Him to not only ensure that we are doing what we're supposed to be doing, but also to shield us from the enemy when He comes against us. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell. Some of us just need to take a moment and truly recognize and remember that Jesus has all power or authority over everything. You need to really just you need to dwell on that for a while, church. You need to let it just soak in and, and really just feel you full that Jesus has all power and authority over everything. Man, there is a liberating power in that knowledge. Because he has nothing but your best interest at heart. And He cares when you're hurting. He cares when you're, when you're frustrated, when you're irritated. He cares when you're going through a struggle. No matter what it is, it could be some, some little simple thing in light of what the world thinks. But He cares and He's concerned. And He's got all power over it. It doesn't matter what the devil is throwing at you. How beat down you are, he has power over the enemy. I'm, I love to remind people of this one verse where Jesus said, You will have trouble, you will have trials and tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Y'all, that was before he had even even done that. He's he's letting people know, I have power and authority. I've already overcome these things, and it's for you. See, he didn't just do that for himself. The whole point in him coming here was for us. He came here and laid his life down and went through all of those things for you and me. That we would have the victory. We couldn't win the victory on our own, could we? He won it for us. Now, isn't that a Savior? Hmm. I'm going to share with you one more verse here Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 20. He had sent his disciples out, told them, Go out and do some things, and he had given them power. It says, in the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Man, y'all hear this. Why why is that? Because He gave them power. The one that has all power the one that has all authority, said, you have power over those through my name. He said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. See, it's not something we shouldn't take this as a source of pride that we have this power. We shouldn't say in any way, well, I must be pretty special because He's given me this power over the enemy. We shouldn't let any of that kind of build up in us to a point that we should rejoice in it. But what we should say is, you know what? He cares so much about me that He has given me power over my enemy that when I stand against Him, I can stand firm on a foundation that's built on a rock, and that rock is Jesus Christ. I don't have to worry about standing in sinking sand trying to fight a battle, but I can stand knowing that my King has already won the battle. I can stand knowing that He has never left me and never forsaken me, but He has already won it, and all I've got to do is stand firm in the knowledge of that amen oh we have power and authority in our king we have power and authority over anything that comes against us and you know it's so easy to look at those things and sometimes it looks like we're defeated sometimes it looks like we're beat down but you know he told us that none of that is really true Circumstances can tell you one thing, but the real truth is, in the end, you have the victory. Man, this life is just a short vapor. It's just a little thing. We put so much stock in it sometimes. But y'all, this is just a little portion. <laughs> you know? We, we can't lose sight of, of what the real victory is, and that's in eternity. See, the devil will come at you and he'll tell you all kinds of things. He loves to remind you of your past. He loves to remind you of all your faults and failures. But all you've got to do is take one stand and say, yeah, but Jesus. Hmm? Yeah, but Jesus. See, if it wasn't for Him, all of those things would be true. If it wasn't for Him, all of those things that, you, that the enemy tells me about myself would still be true today? Yes, sir. All those lies he tries to use against me, those, those fiery darts he likes to throw at me, all of it would be fully effective. But Jesus. Oh man, I'm gonna tell y'all his authority isn't just, you know, we, we look at our leaders in this country, if you want call them that, they have some sort of power. They have some level of authority, right? But most of it's just a facade. There's no real authority there. You you know what I'm saying? It's just this man-made, man-given power and authority, and all it takes is one little hiccup for that thing to to fall and crumble. All it takes is, is one little bad election, and all of a sudden, that's all gone. But I'm talking today about a power and authority that will never end. Huh? You hear me? It'll never end. It's all... No, and it's all powerful. It's never going to come to an end. And what we're going to see is all of this stuff fade away and we're going to see him reign and reign supreme. Be good cheer. I have overcome the world. Man, you know, for them disciples, that was, that was something for them that was right then. That was a, That was a a moment in time for me. He's overcome the world. But y'all, here we are almost 2,000 years later, and I still hang on that verse. I still hang on that statement. He's overcome the world. And and man, that's an eternal thing for me. Mm -hmm. That's an eternal thing, church. He's overcome the world. You see, the things that were important to them today still remain. I, I still have battles and struggles. And it's still important to me to know that my Savior, my King, my Jesus has overcome the world. It don't have to be something for just them. <laughs> it's right. for me too. Yes, His kingdom is eternal. Mm. Praise the Lord, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Man, it's hard for me to say His name and not feel a little something. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's hard, man. It's hard. He's good. But man, all it takes is one time for me to feel down and feel low and for me to just say, Lord, I need You. Yeah, there He is. Y'all, you know, man, I've been going through struggles. I know most of y'all been going through struggles. This is a universal thing. You may have one good day here, but there's probably a bad one coming, and I ain't trying to be negative or bring anybody down, I'm not, I'm trying to do the opposite. Those days are coming, if they're not already here, well, man, we've got somebody on our side. Yeah. We've got somebody, yeah. y'all. His name is Jesus. And you know, they, we have this idea sometimes of how, how somebody would fight on your behalf, and, and, you know, you, maybe you see a movie or something where they call in the Calvary. Somebody comes and helps them. Oh, man, this is such a good thing. But, you know, that ain't always a sure thing. I saw this one movie where... y'all ever seen the movie Long Survivor? Some of y'all may have. These guys were being attacked by the enemy. And, man, they were pinned down and they were hurting. and Just a handful of them against all these guys. Well, here come the helicopters. Oh man, the Calvary's coming. And all of a sudden, one of them helicopters gets shot down. Huh? It ain't always a good thing in this world. <laughs> a lot of men died that day. But y'all, that's not how it is with our King. You see, this isn't just a wishful thank you kind of thing. Okay, I see help coming on the horizon. I think we might have a chance. Huh? No, that's not what it's like with Jesus, you see. David said I look into the hills from which comes my help my help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth you hear me today church that's who our help comes from the one that created all things and has defeated the enemy it's not a wishful thinking kind of thing it's a sure thing when the king of kings steps out and says that's my child that's my my kingdom that you're infiltrating enemy get back that's how we can just resist the devil and he will flee. You see, the first sign of resistance he flees. That's because he's a defeated foe. He's defeated, y'all. Oh, he loves to roar. He loves to rise up and swell up and appear big and bad, but inside of Jesus, he just says, okay, I give it. I know what he means.